Don't you know I'm a savage? I'm a killer, no gallery. 아직도 가리고 반가울 켜지 no fella. We holla. 두렵지 않아 no no he too harder. 날 믿어 너디 fake on me. 준비가 안된 무대로 몰아나 fake on me. Got everybody mock up to me. 숙취를 느끼게 멘탈을 흔들어 놔. 산더란 관조 무너져 I can't no more time I say no. Hi everyone, 
Welcome to B's K Music Chill Session. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are being safe. You're somehow dry. And I hope <laughs> that you have an umbrella or like a raincoat because it's crazy out there. So um, that was Esper's, uh, what is it? Savage? Not really a good fan of it. I, I, was, I was like, what am I opening the show with today? Like, I don't know. I, I had a, quite a dilemma. And I was like, okay, Esper, Savage. But I'm more of a Black Mamba fan. And I to tolerate next level. So yeah. Anyways, I'm your host B, and this week has been, I think, an interesting week. Yeah, you know, a lot of uh, comebacks this week. I think this week is what started uh, the comebacks for um, that got the ball rolling for Fab because first week of Fab. Nothing happened, you know. I mean, something did happen, but then it wasn't that much. But, you know, now a lot of, you know, artists came back. Uh, Taeyong, A-Pink, uh, Epic High, um, Treasure. Uh, that's all I can remember. Oh, uh, the former Monster X member, Wong Ho. You know, so a lot of things happened this week. More eventful than... Uh, last week in terms of music and I don't know I think it was an interesting week I enjoyed it you know it was Valentine's I hope everyone had a nice Valentine's I don't know honestly okay I didn't I wasn't I don't know I don't know how everyone celebrates Valentine's here so I I, I don't know if people got roses you know chocolates cupcakes I know back at home you know it's Valentine's is quite a big thing so I hope you all enjoyed your event. Oh, there was Take Me Out. Yes, there was Take Me Out, <laughs> uh, hosted by uh, UCD Rest Life. It was cool at the UCD Village Auditorium. It was cool. So, yeah, there was Take Me Out on Monday, I think, yeah, evening. It was quite cool as their Valentine's event. few couples there and there, but you know how it goes. I mean, if it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you. If it wasn't your time to find your potential, it wasn't your time. So, But it, we had great fun. Um, I hope other people had great fun. I hope other people had a lovely... Whew, am I not hot? I am so hot. <laughs> a lovely <laughs> Valentine's. <sighs> Aren't you guys not... Oh, no. Oh, no. Everyone is probably cold right now. My hands are freezing. Anyways... Um, now, I don't know. What should I surprise you guys with? Uh, let's start with some KRNB today. Hey, let's start, let's start on the different note. We'll, we'll get to K-pop. K-pop, there was a lot of K-pop this week, but, you know, let's start with the different uh, music industries. Um, we have Davida, uh, a young female, uh, South Korean uh, uh, R&B artist under AOMG, you know, uh, one of the biggest uh, Korean hip-hop R&B labels in the industry. Um, she came back after a really long time, I think nearly probably two years, I think, I'm not sure, uh, with her EP American Gothic. Quite a dark... <laughs> quite a dark <laughs> um, 
name, but also it is, I think, her whole concept in terms of the album, even the songs that she released, uh, they were quite dark, you know, like they seem sweet and all, but they were quite dark. She was a scary human being. But anyways, um, it was nice to see her back again. And now I'm going to play you one of her title. It was a double titled uh, EP. Uh, She released her pre-release, I think about a week ago, a week ago, and then she released the, uh, the title track this past Tuesday on the 15th of Feb. Uh, here we go, Boney and Clyde. I'm a criminal, stole some precious inside me, chasing after you.
Yes, that was Davida, Bonnie and Clyde from her American Gothic EP. According to Rolling Stone India, they said that this was written and composed by her. And it is a slow, sultry R&B number that highlights her soaring vocals. She has amazing vocals. Piano and sweeping string sections add to the drama of a song that describes a dangerous relationship. While the instrumentals and DeVita's tone are playful and dreamy, the lyrics unveil a darkness lurking beneath. Even if you watch the music video, <laughs> I think the ending really shocked me. It was like, damn. Okay, this is dark. And then her pre-release, um, what was it? Kane, eat your heart out, Kane, something like that. Quite dark, you know. I think I have, no, I'm lying. I haven't listened to the whole EP yet. Um, and it's an American, uh, not American, it's her English EP. So most of the songs are in English except for one, which is like a, I think a Korean version of one of the singles in her album. So that was Davida. It was nice to see her back. The last time I saw her, or the last time we heard her voice was, uh, Yugyeom, Got Seven Yugyeom's uh, I Want You Around. He's pre-released from his first mini album. Yeah, that was because she was featuring in the song I Want You Around. Great song. She honestly was like, she just put cherry on top on that song. She just made it a hundred times better. I mean, Yugyeom is a great artist, great vocalist, great ma main dancer because he's mainly known as a dancer in the industry, but it was nice to see him um, express himself something different other than a dancer. So them together in one song, just, it was amazing. So I would recommend you guys to listen to Yugyeom. I Want You Around featuring Davide. Okay, one of this week's K-pop releases. Uh, this is my review Honestly, <laughs> I'm not going to play it, but I recommend that you guys listen to it. Uh, mainly because it's, um, I have nothing against the song. It's a beautiful song. I don't know. According, like, if I compare it to the releases this week, it feels there's a big difference because it's quite a hardcore song. I would say it's the first straight up hardcore, you know, noise, uh, but what what do they call it? I forgot the word, but something about the music, the music. Uh, there's a word that they call it the instrumentals, um, song of the year currently. As I said, as I mentioned before, uh, January especially boy releases usually are hardcore, you know, quite noisy, you know, striking boom. Um, but we haven't had that for the whole of Jan. And now Treasure, YG's rookie group, has been like years. Okay, not years, but it's been like a year, I think, without seeing them. You know, they released, uh, I forgot the song, Something to Love. I Want to Love You. I forgot. But their song last January, and now they came back after a, a whole entire year with their new title track. Jikjin. Jikjin is the Korean way of saying straight. It's straight in English. Yeah, the translation straight is Jikjin in 
Korean. Yes. So it is. It shows, honestly, it was a good song. Took me by surprise. It has quite surprising elements in it. It, I didn't expect it. Like, obviously, I'm not really a fan of noise music, but um, they put a little twist to it. So I think that's why I actually enjoyed it. I actually like it. It's not on my playlist, but I can listen to it. I feel like it's a good upbeat song that would, like, motivate you. Like, um, like for example, BTS's uh, Mic Drop. Like, I know when I was still doing A-levels, I'd, like, listen to it and, like, doing maths and... You know, it gets you going, motivates you. So that's the kind of song that I feel Jikjin is for me. So according to Soonbi, um, they say that it's a hip-hop song with a powerful and cheerful vibe, which is true. You know, even the rap line, there's like a rapping section, fire. Probably the best rap of the year currently. I mean, the year's not done yet, but currently I feel like that section was just, it was crazy, like... I don't know. Like, it was such a switch up, but it was a nice switch up. I enjoyed it, you know. Um, the choreography is also dynamic. I saw it as well. Not dynamic. I think it's the, uh, it goes along with the beats of the song. You know, like, if you watch the music video, you know, um, there's this jarring sound, and they kind of mimic the sound with their movements, which is quite cool. So I, I like that. Um, it's about moving forward and trying new things without hesitation. Yeah, so kind of like, you know, motivational song kind of thing, but in a more cheerful yo-yo vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it reminded me of, I don't know, it reminded me of that senior's icon. Icon has this thing where... Or Icon or Big Bang? Yeah. The seniors. Icon, probably both. Because Icon's uh, Kingdom Season 2's song, No Easy, has quite a similar structure. Like, towards the end especially, where there's like a now a nice, uh, cheerful kind of... Not cheerful, but it was more vibey towards the end of the song where they're chanting out oh move forward and stuff like that you know it reminded me of icons no easy you know but except the only difference was there was no change in instrumentals i think they just added more drums and stuff you know but it felt as if yg is trying to do what they did for the seniors for the senior groups into the rookie group personally i feel like treasure I don't know, everyone knows Treasure, but because we don't see them that much, I feel like they're still yet to establish their position in the industry, you know. So I it, I felt like they didn't do them justice, but it is a good song to say we're back, you know. And one of my favorite uh, YouTube reactors, uh, he listened to the mini album and he was like, it's a no-skip album, so... I hope it is a no-skip album. Most of the time, I like listening to the highlight melodies after the song has been released. I don't like spoilers at all. Like, any K-pop song before it's released, they usually release, like, the teasers, the MV teaser, uh, the highlight melodies. Like, whenever I listen to the highlight melodies, I skip the 
the title track and I listen to all the other songs, but never do I do the mistake of listening to the title track because I realized that when you listen to the, when you watch the MV teaser, obviously you're going to hear a bit of the title track. You, they somehow spoil what could have been a shocker to you if you just listen to the whole song. So it's like you practically listen to the best part of the song before before the song was fully released. So I feel like I don't I don't like that. <laughs> it's 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 not right <laughs> for me. For me, it's not right at all. Um, but anyways, I wish them the best. Uh, they're apparently they're doing not apparently, but they are doing well in the charts. I think. Uh, there's not that much, you know, news about it. But from what I see on Twitter, they are doing well on the charts. So that's cool. Now, they, I'm not going to talk about Epic High. Epic High is one of the greatest hip-hop trio groups in the industry with over two decades of experience. They have released their 10th album, uh, while the first first major Korean act to be invited to Coachella and have been re-invited again for this year's Coachella. So a big ups to them. Um, They came back with Epic Highs here part two, following their first uh, album, well, the first part, Epic High, is here, part one, which the main track was Rosario. Everyone knows Rosario, featuring CL and Zyko. And they came back with uh, Epic yeah, Epic High is here, part two, uh, with the main track being Grey So Grave, featuring Hyona. Hyona, I think she's one of those, those uh, R&B slash indie female soloist in the industry like you'll only know her if you know like the underground R&B I feel like that's the only way you know her for most people the first time they've heard of her I've probably heard her music but I just don't remember it but she's one of those guys um and she was featuring in the song she added a beautiful vocals in the song and what Epic High said about this is that this album is not a goodbye album, which I'm so happy for. Um, they also said that uh, if you've been over, it's been 20 years, this is no more just a career for them, but it's more of their lives, you know. And they're happy that they survived the 20 years and they're willing to move forward and it's something worth celebrating you know not a lot of groups well not let me not say k-pop but in just the other music industries have you know been in the industry for that long you know usually they the moment they get married and have kids, you'll never really hear that much of them, probably in variety shows, but not in the music industry. But all three of them have kids, all three of them are married. And it's like, wow, you're still doing this. 
it's amazing so gray so gray um is basically this is what they said uh, according to rolling stones um they said that quite often in our careers we were accused of things we had fingers pointed at us we had people literally spitting at us saying why are you this way why are you that way that's what tableau said uh one of their main artists um and they said that that's the way they are they can never change their identity so basically this album was more of they said that is the most personal album uh, out of all the albums that they released um speaks a lot even even um okay the lyrics are deep one it even the the uh, the titles of the singles the other tracks in the album they are quite i don't know they seem like oh they're just okay names oh family pro uh, portrait oh champagne oh rich kids anthem but like <laughs> they're deep they're quite deep so they more they were kind of expressing themselves in this album more than they have ever expressed themselves in uh any other album and as a way for celebrating the 10th album release as a way of celebrating the 20th anniversary i think that this album does them justice not justice but i feel like this album presented the real them and it was nice one it was nice as a big fan it was nice to hear them again it was nice to hear them you know spit bars <laughs> It was nice to hear them sing. It was nice to hear them express themselves and not being afraid of what other people are going to think of them. And it's not really okay m- mainly in the K-pop uh uh music industry, not a lot of artists are able to express themselves because they will be <sighs> What's the word? Now I forgot. Though they will be criticized by fans, by the media, by a lot of people by the general public in general but if you are an artist in the other music industries you know hip hop uh, r&b you don't face that much you they face criticism but it doesn't tarnish their image like it does for k-pop artists to the point where k-pop artists sometimes if you're a member in a group um you won't be able to promote with the group because of the image that you currently have they feel like you're not going to ruin the group's image and stuff like that so they're going to hiatus and you probably see them like after 6 months so that's the same thing you know but it's different for artists who are in like the the hip hop uh hip hop R&B and all the other music industries so i don't know i had a dilemma again <laughs> between family portrait and grace or gray. I feel like family portrait is too quiet. So, I'm going to play for you guys Grace or Gray. But my favorite song from the from the album is Family Portrait. Recently somehow, I don't know why, but it seems to be Family Portrait. But anyways, here's Grace or Gray featuring Yona.
내게무심했던나와목마름과심해지진는눈물삼켰잖아네눈물빼고슬픔을더해늘파도치던너의눈빛속에 담겼던 미움도 이제 날 동정해 왜 네가 나를 걱정해 원래 욕망이 나였잖
that was Susie Satellite, and before that was Epic High, Gray So Gray. Um, we talked a lot about Epic High, now we're going to talk about Susie. Um, those that know her, she debuted as a member in Miss A in 2010. She began acting in 2011 uh, in the drama Dream High. Uh, so Susie has been in a lot of dramas recently. She has been more of an actress than a singer. Uh, according to Sumpi, they said that the last um, her last music release uh, was like four years ago with her second mini album, Faces of Love, which was like in 2018, um, which <laughs> is a really long time ago. Uh, I like I I love I like seeing Susie act. But whenever she releases new music, I always look forward to that. Um, and according to her agency, they said that it has satellite has a different vibe from the song Susie has previously released, which is very true. This is uh, the newest, probably the most latest release. It was released like yesterday, I think. Um, so when I heard satellite, I don't know whether I like it. <laughs> Like I have nothing against it. I think I, I prefer I enjoy it as a background uh song. You know, like a song I just play the background and I just do whatever I, I'm doing. Cause I remember when I heard it, I was like, oh okay. And then somehow I pl I played it again to kind of get its vibe, and and then I got distracted by something else. And then when I turned back and looked, I was like, oh damn. It's done already, so I had to replay it again. So I don't know if I enjoy it or I just enjoy hearing it playing in the background and I'm just not paying attention to it. But it's some, it's it's really, I don't know, it's soothing for me, but I just don't give it the attention that it deserves, which is sad. But um, anyways, she participated in the lyrics for Satellite, which highlights... The band sound and expresses one's unchanging feelings of staying close by someone while feeling a longing for something that can't be reached. Um, I bet you can even feel that, you know, when you're listening to the song. I think she was trying to express that. Um, also, if you watch the music video, uh, she, there's a, she brings a big star, um, Monica. Uh, those that who watched uh, Street Woman Fighter, uh, the was it a reality show? Well, it was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a dance uh TV show. Uh, and Monica was the leader for Proud Woman. That was the dance group. Uh, so she expressed the songs in terms of dance, uh, according to her art or what she specializes in. And it was I don't know. I don't even remember. Because, <laughs> as I said, I listened to the song, but I wasn't really giving it that much attention. So I remember the song more than the music video. But also from the music video, I know that, excuse me, um, it was quite, I think the main colors were like gray and also gray and dark. I was like, damn, why is it gray and dark? <laughs> so I guess... You know, the feeling of longing for something, but you can't reach it. You can't, you know, get to it. I, I think it expresses that. Um, something about a mirror breaking. Like, 
I just watched the behind the scenes when Susie met um, Monica. So I didn't really pay that much attention to the music video. I just paid more attention to the song. So that was our transition into K-pop right there um, <laughs> by playing Susie Satellite. So that was Susie Satellite. Um, it was nice, honestly, seeing her back as an artist. I mean, I don't know if she's going to do promotions. I hope she does. Honestly, it's... Oh, I hope she does Dingo's Killing Voice. Dingo Killing Voice is like a... It's like a segment under Dingo. Dingo is a YouTube channel, a Korean YouTube channel, and it's mainly... It depends. Uh, their categories, there's Dingo dramas, there's Dingo music, there's Dingo hip-hop. So under Dingo music, they have uh, Dingo Killing Verse, where they invite an artist and they sing... Uh, Bit, bits of their popular songs or the songs throughout their career from the first release to the latest release most of the time anyways so it would be cool to see her there you know and sing some of her songs wow that would be nice i haven't i haven't seen her in a while it would be really nice to see her in a different light not light but in a different Persona, <laughs> yeah, persona may be the right word, yeah, because she's no more. You can't, you won't be viewing her as an art, um, as an actress. You'll be viewing her more of an artist. Um, so that was Susie, and now I am going to move on to another reaction or another review. So I mentioned last week, uh, A Pink are celebrating that tenth anniversary this year. Uh, and they decided to release a special album named Horn with the title track named Dilemma. So, according to Sumpi, they say that Dilemma is a pop dance track with a catchy hook. The song is about a woman's dilemma of whether to give up on a relationship after realizing that the person's feelings have faded. Honestly, even the structure of the song is a dilemma. <laughs> for me, it, for me... Uh, the first time I heard the song, I had really, I had quite mixed feelings. And I think that's what captivates you, you know. You have mixed feelings. Kind of maybe goes in line with what they say the, si the song is about. Um, the song is not experimental because it's, it's quite an A-Pink sound. I don't, I ca not like I don't, I, most of the time I can't get along with A-Pink's um, title tracks mainly because they have this sound that is it's not it's it's a weird a pink sound so every time I hear a song and it doesn't it's it's different and weird I go oh it's a pink and I'm not surprised when I find out that it is a pink because they have this song the sound they have the signature sound you know I am so sick ung ung which is what is it that percentage thing, symbol, yeah. Um, they have quite, I don't know, weird music style for me, you know, but as a female K-pop group in the industry, I would say, well, they have already uh, broken the seven-year curse. So the seven-year curse is basically when a group debuts, when they sign the contract with the company, 
the contract is usually seven years because it's assumed or it's estimated, yeah, it's assumed that in seven years or by your seventh year, I don't know, your value won't be as much as it was in the beginning or more of you're kind of old in the industry. So maybe your popularity isn't it or something like that. Something along those lines. So usually, most of the time, groups after they reach the seven years, they disband. Uh, some groups just disband all of a sudden, but most of the other groups, they disband. And for a female group, uh, I wouldn't say they're not big in the industry. They're quite known, but not... I think... They're known locally, like general public in terms of in South Korea, but they're not known internationally. So I think, yeah, but I believe that they are, I don't know, for them to be together for 10 years as a female group um, with a quite a specific unique sound, I think that's quite an achievement right there, honestly. Um, but I'm going to play for you guys, Dilemma. Um I would give it like a nice six out of ten, even though it and I we don't mix and match. But oh, it is dilemma. It is a di well, it is a dilemma for me, as they say. But uh, here is dilemma by A Pink.
was Girls' Generation Taeyong's I Envy You. I remember last week I was like, <laughs> I don't know what she was trying to say, but now because I heard the song, I was like, oh, I envy you. But like, letter I and B U. <laughs> yeah, that's what she did. That was quite creative of her, though. So, um, according to Soombi, again, uh, I Envy You is a house based pop dance song with a gentle and dreamlike synth, sound, and charming flute melody. The lyrics express one's feelings after seeing how their lover is in comparison to them. Who does not hold back in love even after getting hurt over and over again? I think that explains it all. So this was taken from her third album, I Envy You. Beautiful album. I heard the whole album, but I think I prefer listening to it as a study playlist than just listening to the album in general. I don't know. For me, anyways. You know, other people like other songs. Oh, Weekend is on it. Can't Control Myself is on it. But they're really great tracks. That's why I prefer listening to it Maybe if I'm on the bus or, yeah, if I'm studying. That's the only time I would listen to the album. But I would say she was like a goddess in this damn music video. Like, if you watch the music video, like, imagine being shocked at the song, at the route that she took, and the music video. I was like, damn, she can do anything. <laughs> she could honestly do anything. Um, so... I am so glad for her. She did the most, well, she made history with the song. She had an all-perfect kill. An all-perfect kill is when you get number one in all Korea's major uh, music charts. Melon, Bugs, Flow, Genie. She got number one in all of them. And mind you, Melon and Flow is really hard to top really high uh, because they changed the streaming system algorithm i don't know they they like changing things all the time but she managed to beat that and she got number one so a big congrats to her news real quick um twice uh started the north america tour uh on tuesday with our favorite member chong yon she's back uh, I just hope she doesn't push herself to the limit. Um, it was really nice to see her uh, perform. Again, considering that it's been... Well, I mean, she was there for the promotions for Scientists and Alcohol Free. But uh, a tour, you know, you, you're going to dance like over 20 songs in like two or three hours. You know, some songs, like three songs back to back. And they're both, you know, very vigorous, you know, and stuff. But... I'm so happy to see her back. She seems more healthy. She seems to be enjoying herself. And it's nice to see her like that. I think she's slowly getting the hang of it. The first day they were playing, where were they? They were in LA. Uh, they, were, uh, they were performing in LA Tuesday and Wednesday. The first day you could tell she was a bit nervous. You know, you know, it's her first time on stage, on the stage in front of the whole, every, in front of everyone because she wasn't in, she didn't perform in the whole concert um so second day she seemed to be more relaxed she seemed to be now more more of the chongyun we know so it's really nice to see her like that um another news exo leader suho has 
finally finished his military um, service. He was released uh, earlier this week. Um, plus, he's not only the only member to finish his military service. A uh, few members like Chen is also going to be finishing his military service sometime during this year, I think. So it'll be really amazing to see them back as a group. But unfortunately, Kai is Kai and probably Suhan are probably going to be enlisting this year because they're part of the 94 liner. Well, yeah, 94 liner people born in 1994. Yes. <laughs> um, and now, the last news. Blackpink fans have been dominating the Twitter, uh, Twitter trends this week. Uh, recently, YG has released the Blackpink season uh, welcoming kit uh, uh, photo book, whatever they call it. Um, and fans are protesting no music, no money. Blackpink hasn't had a comeback in over a year. Well, last year, it was mainly full of the solo releases from Rosé and Lisa. Jisoo was also uh, in Snowdrop, uh, the drama Snowdrops. Jenny, we didn't see that much of Jenny, honestly. Probably in a few photo shoots, she became brand ambassadors of uh, certain uh, labels. So that was it. Um, but fans are currently like, oh, we're not going to buy this if you don't tell us when they're coming back. So apparently they were supposed to have a comeback like first half of this year, but then it got canceled, like postponed. So now, you know, fans are like, this is not right, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. All I know is even after Blackpink does come back at some point, they're going to be breaking records again. Um but we'll see how it goes. YG really responds to the fans' protests, so I honestly don't know how they're going to do this. But it is what it is. But now, I have to go. See you guys next week. Is there any? No, there's no Valentine's, so I can't say Happy Valentine's in advance. But Happy Valentine's, Happy Belated Valentine's, Happy Post-Valentine's, yes that anyways but um <laughs> thank you for being with me uh to close up the show one of my favorite twice songs um cry for me as a way to commemorate the well as a way to wish them a successful uh tour and i hope they'll continue to be healthy and i hope they do well in that tour and Fans will enjoy that tour. I hope they come to Europe, though. Maybe I'll consider going there. I don't know. We'll see, honestly. 